Hey everybody, welcome to episode 43. I am joined once again by Mike Volpe in studio. How you doing, Mike? I'm good. And Brian's over the Skype. Hey, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Hey. As I mentioned last week, we were going to do a bit of a format shift starting, well, starting last week, actually. So this week will be our very first exclusively all news, two weeks worth of news episode. We have a lot to cover. But before we jump into the news, we're going to start doing some Blu-ray and video game releases at the start of every news show so everyone can be up to date on what's actually coming out. So July 5th, which will be tomorrow because this will air July 4th, coming out on July 5th on Blu-ray is Be Cool, the sequel to Get Shorty, which has a lot of that same cast as well as The Rock playing a gay bouncer. Did you guys see that at all? No. 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 It was funny. It wasn't as good as Get Shorty was because Get Shorty was awesome, but Be Cool was still pretty good. Also, Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood is <laughs> yes. out on Blu-ray. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, there's not a lot of like new, brand new <laughs> Blu-rays that aren't just DVDs being put out as Blu-ray yeah. on the 5th. Those are the ones that I thought would be interesting to the audience, though. I, I could have listed every single one, but there's so many, it's not worth going through everything. Yeah. Coming out in games on July 5th is a game called Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon. On PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, I've never even heard of it. Okay, then. (laughs) It it was the only game listed in the game releases. It's not a good summer. No. Well, we we got some here and there. And yeah. But that's that doesn't sound very interesting. No. No. Um, July 12th. Coming out on July 12th on Blu-ray. The Lincoln Lawyer. I didn't see it yet. Nope. I will. It did come out <laughs> oh, this year. I like the silence. <laughs> yeah, we're always like, yeah. Insidious for horror fans. It's I coming didn't see out. that. No? No. I oh. figure you just go to every horror movie. Uh, no, no, no. I'm yeah. picky about my horror movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> just checking. Um, Entourage, the complete seventh season. Do no you know Entourage guys? watchers. What Was that on Stars or HBO? HBO. HBO. That's okay. actually produced by Mark Wahlberg. Oh. And they're on their last season right now, I believe, or filming the last season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brazil is coming out on Blu-ray. That's an older movie, Terry Gilliam. I watched it in high school for a uh, humor and satire class, and it's a very satirical, uh, metaphorical movie. It's really good, though. It goes over a lot of people's heads, but <laughs> even yeah. mine when I was in high school, I had to watch <laughs> it again when I was older to uh-huh. really grasp it. We, we dissected it and everything in class, so that was a cool high school class. Uh, Robot Chicken, Star Wars 3, is coming out. <laughs> I didn't even know they were doing another one. Yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. So that's coming out. And finally, the epic, the blockbuster, Dino Croc vs. Super Gator. Oh, well, let me just <laughs> sign <laughs> up and buy that. <laughs> it's I one did. of those sci-fi movies. Yeah, has it got like Debbie Gibson or Tiffany in it like all the other ones yeah. do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight to the sci-fi Winning. channel. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> um. As far as games go, on July 12th, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 coming out for PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, PC, and Nintendo DS. Yeah. No, no thank you. No, no interest? <laughs> no. no. I played some of the earlier ones on PC. Were they any good? The earlier ones were. I heard they got better. I don't know. Huh. I really Lego enjoyed Harry, the... Lego uh, Harry Potter is supposed to be pretty Lego good. Harry Potter is very cool. Actually, I have that and I've yet to play it, but... All the other Lego games are phenomenal, so I don't know yeah. why that wouldn't be. Although I refuse to play Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. 
That won't be Caribbean, Caribbean. Oh, (laughs) going back to last episode, that's why I thought you hated Disney because you hate the pirates so much. I do hate the pirates Pirates. with Disney. That's it. There you go. There we go. We got it Uh a week later. I like the first one. The first one was unexpectedly good, especially for yeah. a movie based on a Disney ride. Mm. I but agree. Pirates of the Caribbean 2 through forever will suck. The newest <laughs> one is just about to hit a billion dollars. That's so yeah. ridiculous. Which means there'll still be another eight more to yep. go. So ridiculous. And for some Friday releases, because they'll uh, these will come out before the next news episode, July 15th on Blu-ray comes out Rango and the remake of Arthur. Ugh. I saw you squint when I said Rango. Rango sounds familiar. Rango is is the first, um, the first full length feature, completely CGI movie put out by Industrial Light and Magic. The Lizard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Depp voice. Johnny Depp. Yeah. 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 And he's the same character as he is in, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, basically, (laughs) just in lizard (laughs) form. That's what a lot of people were saying. They even created a version or someone in the car in the trailer that looks like his character from Fear and Loathing. Just to kind of create that connection. And then I don't know why they even bothered remaking Arthur. That was just a horrible idea. The trailer was terrible. Yeah, I don't think it did well either. No. No. So those are the Blu-ray and DVD releases. So since this is an all-news episode, I suppose I should probably start it off with the news uh, bed that I have somewhere. My sound's here. (laughs) Getting used to this still. All right, your news for July 4th, 2011. Sounding all official and stuff. (laughs) In the storyline that has garnered the attention of fans and media worldwide, Peter Parker met his tragic end in Ultimate Comics Spider-Man number 160, which hits stores on Wednesday, June 22nd. Concluding the critically uh, critically acclaimed, sold-out Death of Spider-Man story arc, the death of Peter Parker signals a major change for the Ultimate Comics universe and sets the stage for the upcoming debut of an all-new Spider-Man. Quote, listen, I sat there typing this thing with tears in my eyes like a big baby, Bendis said. I went upstairs to my wife and I go, I'm so embarrassed, I think I've literally been crying for 45 minutes. I've had real things happen in my life I didn't cry about and yet I'm crying about this. I became very proud of it and that's not an adjective I often put on myself. Axel Alonso, Marvel's editor-in-chief, said there's never been a Marvel Universe without a Spider-Man, so killing the character is a big step. We've never seen a world without Spider-Man, a world without Peter Parker, so his death is a, is a significant event for the Ultimate Comics universe, and we're going to see how quickly it changes everything, he said, adding that the fallout from Parker's death will play out in the upcoming Ultimate Comics fallout as the company retools its Ultimate Universe. I'm sure you have some input on this, Brian, being both a Bendis fan and a comics fan. Yeah, um, I've been reading Ultimate Spider-Man since issue number one, which came out in 2000, and uh, I ben, Bendis has written every issue since then, and he claims that he's this has always been his long-range plan, and that's um, to eventually put Peter Parker in a place where you know he's 16 and 17, and he's fighting these super villains that are completely you know teaming up and way over his head, and eventually he's going to end up losing, and that uh, he wanted to take him to a place where he or somewhat becomes. Uh, sort of an Uncle Ben character for another superhero. So yep. the new Spider-Man, whoever that we may be, we don't know yet, is going to be somehow um, influenced by the death of Spider-Man. So I think it's an interesting new twist on how... And before everyone says, Peter Parker's going to come back, uh, Bendis claims that since this is the Ultimate Universe, there's no reason for them to... And he would not have done this if uh, he was going to bring Peter Parker back. He claims that this he's dead. Yeah, they've said dead. many times that Unlike other places oh, in the comics, in the Ultimate Universe, dead means dead. Yeah. 
So it uh, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. There's a lot of mixed reactions. But uh, even if you take it this as like the conclusion of Ultimate Spider-Man, there's actually, like, I read the issue, I'm not going to spoil, but the last panel sort of calls back to the very first issue's first panel, so it's almost like a complete story if you actually read it that way, too. So if you want to stop there, it's kind of an, an off point, too, that if you want to step off. So I just I thought it was really well done. So I put the uh, last panel up on the site, too, I believe. Yes. Either that or very close to the last panel. Yeah. So if people do want to spoil it and they don't plan on reading the whole book, the article is up there. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, the other thing that's worth noting is that this doesn't mean that Spider-Man's dead in the regular continuity. For people no. that aren't familiar with the difference between the regular uh, continuity and the Ultimate Universe, the Ultimate Universe is like a spin-off alternate universe for Marvel where things... It's kind of like what DC had suggested doing with the reboot, except DC's exactly. doing it with their entire continuity. Exactly. And Marvel spun off a different continuity. So, um, yeah, so that's it's still a big deal. Bendis worked on the book for, what, 10 years? Yeah, it's been, oh, yeah, 11 years now, yeah. Yeah, so that's a massive, massive thing. Yeah, he's got, I think he has the most consecutive issues written of Spider-Man, that, and, and any, like, in any continuity, so. It's, it's, and he's continuing on with the new relaunch, too, so it's yep. crazy. Uh, next story here, MoviePass is a new all-you-can-watch subscription service that allows for unlimited theater screenings for only $50 a month and is being called the Netflix of movie theaters. Launching as a beta in San Francisco last week, the hope is to roll out the service to other U.S. cities throughout the summer with the aim of accessing about 40% of U.S. screens when the service launches nationally in the fall. Subscribers will use their smartphones as tickets via an HTML5 application with a native smartphone app coming soon. While the service is being called Unlimited, there are some restrictions to note. For one, you can only view one film per day. Second, IMAX and 3D viewings incur a $3 surcharge. Still, that's up to 30 2D movies a month for $50. If the $50 plan is a bit steep for you, a limited pass offering uh, featuring four movies a month for $30 is in the works. What do you think about this? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. For someone like you. Oh, absolutely. If I'm going to go every week, because yeah. I have yeah. movies to watch and review and... Yeah, I I would absolutely pay the limit. I don't think I'd pay the $50 unlimited mm-hmm. because when you think about it, how many movies are even out in the theater at a time? So we'll, even if I went to see every movie there, only about two to maybe three tops new movies open every week. So that's still, if you went every single day, you'd see m- some movies more than once right. already. So yeah. it's I don't think it's worth the 50 but I can no. see using the limited and getting... Uh, four movies for thirty bucks. That's still a savings. Yeah, yeah. That's a. I think this might be a, a a huge thing for the future. Like you know, like you said, like when it's kind of like the Netflix of movie. Like they said, the Netflix of movie theaters. I think if this hits big, then you're going to see a huge um, fan reaction to this, and huge like a, a huge like it's going to just be big. I think if it hits, if it hits right. Yeah, and their goal really is to revolutionize the theater industry the same way that Netflix revolutionized the DVD industry and the movie rental industry. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of good ideas here. One thing that is an issue already is they're running into road bumps with the beta. I believe they actually canceled the beta since I originally wrote this story. And um, what's happening now is the, they, the theaters were basically not honoring the oh. smartphone ticket system. They're not fans of that. So unless they come to some common ground, they're going to have to retool the program a little bit. Maybe it's something as easy as printing out your tickets at home. Yeah. But 
ultimately they're the theaters are saying, well, we don't want you to offer discounted tickets and da da da. But the they're doing this like some of the movie would be kicked back to theaters, I would think, on that subscription service. And the way any subscription service works is that while there are a lot of people who are going to use it and go very frequently, the majority of people will actually be paying more in the long run by subscribing to this and not even realizing it. So they're going to have the initial boom of like going to the movies like crazy for a month and then it'll peter off yeah. and people will just be paying monthly and never going to the theater. So they're going to make yeah. a ton of money. And that's how any subscription service works. That's how Netflix works. If you hold on to a DVD for a month and you're paying, I don't know, 12 bucks a month for Netflix, you might as well just buy the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. So I think theaters are very stupid to pass up this service as an opportunity to really make a lot of money and really just to get people in there because then they're buying concessions and all those other things and the theaters are really going to benefit in the long run. Yeah. The per- person who goes in with that pass is going to think they had saved money. They say, "Oh, we saved money on the ticket, so we can spend a little extra money on food." Absolutely, yeah, and that's think, directly in the theater's pockets. But the theaters just can't look past the immediate. They're no. thinking, "Oh, wait, no, we can't allow a discount." No, no, no. Yeah, we got we to make our ten dollars or ten twenty-five a movie. So they did because- hit a speed bump, but they're they're still gonna go forward with the uh, beta as soon as they retool it a little bit, and then hopefully get everything rolled out. They're hoping to have it. I would said 40% of us theaters by this fall, which is awesome. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Next story here. Valve has announced that team fortress two is now completely free to play for everyone forever. The decision comes after much experimentation was done with the price point and valves. Robin Walker discussed with develop the rationale behind this move. The more we've experimented, the more we've learned there are fundamentally different kinds of customers, each with their own way of valuing the product. Now that we're shipping it, it feels like a fairly straightforward next step along the games-as-services path we've been walking down for a while now. Right now, we're only planning on monetizing by using the items you can purchase from the in-game store. Team Fortress 2 has been out since the Orange Box came out and the first Portal, which also included Half-Life 2. So think about how long this game's been around. People are still playing it very consistently. It's supposedly one of the best online multiplayer games there are out there. And to get, they're basically doing this to get more people in there. And they don't even care if people are buying anything because they're still going to be making money through advertising yeah. and just getting more people involved. So this is a really smart move in there, um, in the right, or, for them, it, it's a smart move. But one of the things I read online that's kind of funny is that some people host their own games of Team Fortress 2 because it is that older style. So you can use the official Valve servers or you can kind of host your own server. People that paid for the game back in the day are getting pissed off hmm. that people are being allowed to come in for free now. And if they have their own servers, they're actually creating mods that automatically block free players. So people, when you go in, you actually have to be careful about where you go. I mean, you only get banned from their server. It's not a big deal. But one of the ways to bypass that, I guess, is just to buy one item from the uh, from the monetization store. So if you buy like a hat for a dollar, it shows you as a paying customer, uh, and therefore it doesn't block you. It's just so uh, funny. It is. <laughs> whiny. Oh, I had to pay for it. It's not fair. That guy didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? It's hilarious. That's like, you know, people who run out and buy the 3D TVs now are paying a fortune for them. Oh yeah. 
six yeah. years from now, they're going to be the price of a normal TV. If they it even stick the around that long. Yeah. yeah. It's just the babies. Yeah. It makes me laugh. <laughs> Wah, I paid uh, for it. <laughs> uh, next thing here. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment and DC Entertainment have confirmed that Robin will be a fully playable character in the new and improved challenge mode in Batman Arkham City. Tim Drake will be the Robin of Arkham City, and the pack is currently available exclusively to fans who pre-order the game from Best Buy. Robin will come complete with his own unique gadgets and special moves, and will be playable in all challenge maps in the game, as well as two additional challenge maps that are included with the pack, Black Mask Hideout and Freight Train Escape. The pack will also contain a bonus Red Robin character skin. According to IGN, all players will most likely have access to Robin eventually, with the Best Buy bonus serving as a way to get access to him sooner. He may be a game unlockable or a timed exclusive. So this is similar to when PS3 offered the Joker as a playable character in the challenge maps only. So this is the same idea. So now you got Batman, Catwoman. Well, Batman and Catwoman are totally in-game playable. Right. And Robin Robin will be someone who's just a part Mm -hmm. of the challenge maps. I want the Red Robin costume, so. <laughs> yeah. Red Robin. <laughs> Yum. Yum. <laughs> um, yeah, it's awesome. I love that they keep including new characters. I would have preferred Nightwing personally, but I'll take a Tim Drake Robin. Mm. That's fine. And I like the uh, character design for him, too. I haven't yeah. seen it. He kind of like buzzed his head and uh, he looks almost like a combination. I hate to make this comparison because it'll turn people off. But he looks like a combination of the style that they've been using for Arkham City with the Chris O'Donnell Robin. No, I can see it, Conda. Yeah. yeah. There's some similarities there. Maybe it's just the buzzed head. I think so. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And he um, looks a little older-ish he as does. a Robin, not like a 14, 15-year-old Robin. Like Right, right. Yeah, he's a little older than that. Uh, during an interview with BBC News this morning, or not this morning, whenever this was written, I didn't update <laughs> my stories. <laughs> during an interview with BBC News uh, last week about his upcoming movie, Larry Crown, Tom Hanks mentioned that there will be a Toy Story 4. Yep. And I have a clip. <clears throat> See, I'm using my remote here to play all the clips, and it actually reverted back to the home screen. So we're already learning bugs as we go along. Here we go. And will there be a Toy Story 4 for her to see? I think there will be, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think they're working on it now. Good stuff. There you go. That's it. Yeah, well, it only made a gazillion <laughs> dollars at the box office. They're gonna. Well, the thing this is, is this... too, that they said they said Toy Story 3 was going to be the last one, and it ended yeah. in such I a know. good way that they should have just left it alone. I don't like this. Money talks. <laughs> I know. Yes, it does. It is. It's a hugely popular franchise, but I did not want to see a Toy Story 4. No, because I feel like they're just going to rush it out there to make more money. Yep. Toy Story 3, they sp- spent so much time on. They wanted that story to be perfect. Yeah. The animation to be perfect. And it was a good movie. I'm wondering where they're even going to go with it, too. I have no idea. Because the way that 3 ended, I mean, I'm not going to say, but yeah. it's totally... I mean, they could kind of start all over from the beginning. Yeah, like a rebootish type. Yeah. But, I mean, it wouldn't be in a way that would... No. Uh, say the others didn't happen, but... It's not a reboot, truly, but I, I don't know. Well, they I haven't just, announced it yet. No. Yeah, it's not official. We'll, we'll hopefully maybe, uh, I don't know. It could just be Hank saying stuff. Yeah. Who knows? So you never know. Uh, next story. G.I. Joe! <laughs> it has been rumored before, but now Dwayne The Rock Johnson has tweeted out to his followers the following message. 
Quote, it's official, call the Pentagon, get me my big-ass gun, rocks a Joe. This officially makes Johnson a part of the G.I. Joe sequel entitled G.I. Joe Cobra Strikes. The mention of a big-ass gun hints toward the rumored role he'll be playing, Roadblock. Yes, and uh, actually, <laughs> I'm going to just keep doing it. <laughs> Cobra Strikes uh, apparently is not the real uh, title. Apparently that was a leaked false oh, title. Really? But I, don't, I don't know what the real title is. So. Oh. But uh, also, um, what's her face from Adrian Wonder Kalecki. Yes, was cast as Lady J. Yes, which is a major character. Yes. And I was surprised that they actually didn't have a Lady J in the first movie. Well, they had Scarlet, so I think they're only doing one woman per <laughs> one G.I. Joe lady per per uh movie. I don't know. True. So True. But that's cool that the rock's in it. I mean it's good yeah. to get some actually decent people in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> No thoughts, Mike? I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm just in my mind. I'm picturing the rock giving like, I don't know, somebody a rock bottom on the hood of a tank. I don't know. It just doesn't work. <laughs> GI Joe. Do you smell what GI Joe is cooking? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I, I think I'm just playing Roadblock. Of, like, Do you know who Roadblock is? Ah, uh, it sounds familiar. I can't picture him. No. I used to. I watched it when I was little. This is big Jack dude with a huge gun. Yeah, and he he basically speaks in rhyme too, which is the best part. Oh, I forgot about that. That's going to be hysterical if he has to. <laughs> yeah, do that. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just getting tired of the Rock. Really? Yeah. I nice. had my moment the other day with Hogan. I looked at him and I went, "I'm done with Hulk Hogan. Wow, <laughs> he can die." Whoa! Oh, <laughs> hey now, hey, Hulkamania lives forever. Oh no, <laughs> he's ruined it. He can die. He That's can die. wow. <laughs> Quarter of the year. I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll switch him for Macho Man. Bring Macho Man back. <laughs> Push Hogan out. Body swap. Body swap. Anyway. Yeah. That so. <laughs> <Bad> down note. <laughs> Namco Bandai Games have announced that Tekken Hybrid will be released on Blu-ray exclusively for PlayStation 3 this November. Tekken Hybrid is a collection featuring the new full-length 3D-compatible movie Tekken Blood Vengeance, a high-definition remake of the PS2 classic Tekken Tag Tournament, titled Tekken Tag Tournament HD, and additional content yet to be announced. Quote, Tekken Tag Tournament is considered one of the best titles in the Tekken franchise and one of the greatest fighting video games of all time, so we're thrilled to be bringing this property into HD for current-generation gamers, said Carlson Choi, Vice President of Marketing for Namco Bandai Games America. Including the remake as part of Tekken Hybrid alongside Tekken Blood Vengeance allows our passionate fans to immerse themselves in the storied histories of the Tekken characters on their path to the King of Iron Fist tournament. Of course, Tekken Tag Tournament HD will also include a version of the popular Tekken Bowl, which I love. That, that'd be my prime reason for getting it. I used to play Tekken Bowl all the time in college. <clears throat> Those games were fun in the arcade. Yeah. I just remember playing Tekken Tag in college. That's all I remember. Like, I don't really remember much about it, but I just remember playing it with my roommate over and over and over again. It's a fun game. Yeah. And I definitely got my share of playing the um, HD, or not even remake, but uh, the, the I don't think all the graphics have been totally, like, redone. They just increased the pixel count, I think, because the, the edges of the characters are still kind of blocky and all that. So it's it's not as good as it could look if they use current models and tried to work that in. That would have been a better thing, but it's an add-on for a movie they're trying to promote. So yeah. it's fine. It's good enough. Some more uh, Bendis-related stuff here. If anyone's been paying attention to uh, the fact that Powers is going to be on FX sometime yeah. in the near future. Over the past few weeks, there's been a number of casting uh, announcements for FX's Powers, an adaptation of the Image comic series by Brian Michael Bendis. 
First of all, Charles S. Dutton has been cast as Captain Cross, the head of a homicide police department, where detectives Christian Walker and Dina Pilgrim investigate crimes involving those with superpowers. Lucy Punch has been cast as the female lead, playing the part of Dina Pilgrim. Punch is best known for recent appearances in Dinner for Schmucks, Take Me Home Tonight, and Bad Teacher. Jason Patrick is set to star as Detective Christian Walker. Patrick is best known for starring in The Lost Boys, and more recently appearing in the comic adaptation of The Losers. Finally, the part of Retro Girl has gone to actress and spokesmodel Carly Fox. Brian Michael Bendis announced this on the Sirius Satellite radio show Geek Time, saying the following. Uh, yeah, we we have not announced who Retro Girl is uh, yet publicly, but I got permission from the director last night to uh, uh, tell you that um, we cast a couple of weeks ago, we cast uh, a, a woman named Carly Folks to be Retro Girl, and you're sitting there going, hmm, who's, who's that? Hmm, who's uh, that? that? That is the super, super cute T-Mobile girl. Oh. oh, the girl in the pink dress. Yes, the T-Mobile girl yep. will be uh, <laughs> Retro Girl. So I haven't read Powers, but maybe Brian. <laughs> yeah, you need to. Um, one of the the thing that put Bendis on the map basically because he did the, this was his first uh, creator own not his first creator own book, but his first major book he did for Image, and then he now Marvel now publishes it under their independent line. But um, it's a fantastic. It's basically. CSI, but with superheroes, and it's just fantastic. And uh, I, he's very heavily involved in the production, and it's going to be an FX show, and they have a really good track record of FX shows. And the showrunner is the guy who did The Shield. Yes. So it's going to be really good, I think, and I'm excited. Uh, if anyone hasn't read Powers, you definitely should check it out because it's a really good book. See, I don't know if I want to read it prior to the show coming on. The- no, you, you want to read it prior to the show, trust me. Really? The show's going show's to be a little different, I think. The show's going to, they're going to scale it back a little bit. I, th- I think you should check it out before the show. Well, how do you feel about the people that were cast for it? Um, I think they're all okay choices. Um, the Retro Girl ones kind of threw me off because I <clears throat> don't really know how much acting experience a, a spokesperson model could have, but um, I, I'll, I, I, I will see how it goes. I mean, Retro Girl is a uh, important role, but she's not a uh, ongoing super important like ongoing character role yeah. so we, I, well, I, we'll it's, it's not really a spoiler because the first book is called who killed retro girl <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> so so yeah exactly yeah, when the book's so, called uh, that it's not much of a spoiler no no so but um yeah it will be interesting i think uh i trust bendis and it seems like fx really wants to make it a good show and they're actually filming the pilot in the next two weeks so right. or they're gonna start production so i think it's gonna be good and i mean they fx is a really good track record so i'm excited actually for it a lot and powers is really one of the best you know unique comics that they have out there if you don't if you want a combination of like cop drama csi with superheroes but not the end it's just it's just really and with great bendis dialogue it's fantastic so cool yeah i don't know much about it but no me neither I'll definitely check out the show at least, if not the book too. Who knows? I have a lot of books to read lately. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, THQ has announced an updated release schedule of downloadable content offerings for WWE All-Stars. Available right now is the Million Dollar Pack, which includes the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and his son Ted DiBiase Jr., but they don't use Jr., for (laughs) $1.99. And that was originally, uh, what was it? That was originally free if you pre-ordered from, I don't remember which store. Game, GameStop. GameStop. So that was uh, a, a timed exclusive, so now it's available to everyone. And for $1.99, that's a very reasonable mm. price point. 
So you hear me, Marvel vs. Capcom 3? <laughs> $1.99 for two characters, not $5 for one. Yeah. What's up, Mike? Oh, how many Microsoft points would that be? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's 160. It's 160. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's still $1.99. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they just, it just bo- bothers me that they use points. It bothers me, I look too. At That's it, why I, I don't read it. I need 800 points. What right. the hell is that? Because what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. That's how they do it. Yeah, I don't like that. So you don't think about money. You just think about points. Ah, the points. Who cares? There's no monetary value on points. <laughs> on July 5th, uh, the all, sorry, the all time greats pack, which includes Hawk, mm. Animal, Jerry the King Lawler, and Chris Jericho will be available for $3.99. So it's basically a dollar a character. That's a really good pack of characters. Absolutely too. it is. And on July 5th, not included in this pack, but just to download for free, our truth. <laughs> he's they're just, free. They're just giving away our <laughs> truth. He's free and nobody's going to download it. Yeah. Which our I'm shocked truth. because he seems to be getting a push lately. Yeah. Um, from his uh, heel turn and everything. So you would think he would in, be included in a pack for just the, like, kids are going to want him more than they're going to want some of these old people that they're not aware of. I hope he uses this in the ring. <laughs> has to poke they give funny. me away for right. free. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, you the fault. truth. <laughs> fault, little Jimmy. <laughs> I'm worth more than 99 cents. <laughs> uh, and no, I'm not doing black stereotype accents. He actually has a list. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> Available August 2nd is the Southern Charisma Pack, including Big Boss Man, Michael Hayes, and Mark Henry for $2.99. So wait, how is Mark Henry Southern Charisma? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably from New York or something. Where's he from? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea either. I think he's from Texas, but I don't think that... Uh, That's guess. Southern. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Depending though. on which That's... part of Texas you're from. <laughs> I just think it's weird. It's like, Big Boss, man, Michael Hayes, and Mark Henry. Yeah. He doesn't fit. I still find it weird that they're including Michael Hayes at all. Uh, he's a classic. He's he, Fabulous Freebirds. He was, he was pretty classic. I... I I, I can see it. Yeah. And yet they're giving our truth away <laughs> <Right>. for free. <laughs> kids are going to be like, who's Michael Hayes? Yeah. <laughs> Moving uh, on. Oh, I think some of the kids today would be saying, who's Big Boss Man? Maybe. Yeah. yeah that's right. Pretty much. That's sad. N- did you get this, Brian? Yeah. I got a free copy out of through a friend, but yeah, oh. I haven't bought any of the downloadable stuff. So is it worth playing? It's worth playing if you can get it used, but I wouldn't pay full price for it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are really behind it, saying it's such a great game, but the demo never impressed me. The demo, yeah, the demo was just okay, but yeah, it, it's not bad, but it's not as good as the, the real game. Yeah. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. James Cameron recently talked to Fox News about shooting Avatar 2 and 3. Quote, we're shooting two films back to back, so I'm writing two scripts, not one, which will be a complete three-film story arc. Not really a trilogy, but just an overall character arc, so I'm pretty excited about that, he said. We're doing a lot of preliminary work right now on new software and new animation techniques and so on. 
We're creating a new facility in Manhattan Beach so everybody that's not already dead is coming back. Avatar 2 is scheduled to hit theaters in December of 2014 and Avatar 3 in December of 2015. I think it's funny when a director says, we're doing three films back to back. It's not really a trilogy. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what a trilogy yeah. is. <laughs> it's a three act three story films. apparently yeah. instead. It's a, know. it's a three film story arc instead of a trilogy. Well, that's yeah. a trilogy. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, uh, James yeah. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious to see what they're going to do technologically in the Avatar sequels. The first one I liked and I think I had it fairly high up Did in my in 3D? top 10. Yeah. That was worth seeing it in 3D, but never saw it. You never saw it at all, period. Everybody. Nope. Oh, I have right. no desire to ever see it. It just looked, it looked like Fern Gully crossed with like, uh, I don't know, just like Thundercat people, and it made me not want to see it. <laughs> well, at this point, I wouldn't recommend it simply because you missed the whole interesting part of it because it had absolutely amazing 3D. Oh, but I it's know. Also, I just don't, I think James Cameron's a cocky piece of shit. I don't really want to see his movies. Kinda I think like he's Michael cocky, Bay, but... but I don't think he's a piece of shit. Oh, I think he's actually like, He's a geek. We're bashing people today. Hogan, keeps, James Cameron. <laughs> he keeps one of the robot suits from Avatar on his front lawn. That's pretty That's cool. That's awesome. Actually. And he has just like random stuff from his movies scattered around his house. It's like a geek museum, <laughs> basically. Oh, you I love, probably I walk love around and see Terminator right. skeletons and stuff. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is very cool. I like I like his Terminator stuff. I like I just, you know, after Titanic, I just kind of lost interest in him and I don't really, yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah, Titanic. I just think it's funny that he replaced the top grossing movie of all time, Titanic, <laughs> with Avatar, the top grossing movie of all time now. So he yeah. has the top two highest grossing movies. That says a lot for a guy. Yeah. True. Moving forward, and I'd rather not, but we need to. <laughs> Relativity Media's president of Worldwide Production, Tooker Tooley and Edward Pressman, the guy who I blacklisted mm, a few nice weeks names. ago. Yeah. Producer behind the cult classic The Crow franchise have announced that they have attached Alex C. Uh, I, I don't know if that's how I'm saying it right. Uh, who wrote Watchmen to write their reinvention of The Crow. Bradley Cooper is currently attached to stars Eric Draven. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> this is just uh, horrible in every way. Uh, Still, and, Bradley and, Cooper, and what are it, you doing? It'll bomb at the Yo. box office and, you know. They're yeah, not gonna make with Bradley much. Cooper in the helm, and that's why they're casting him. But I, I think this might be one of those movies that I throw into the same area of the Karate Kid, and just I'll never see it because I, oh, absolutely, it's such a crime to remake The Crow, especially like with what happened. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it's disrespectful in my opinion. Maybe Bradley Cooper will get killed. I'm not saying I want him to. I'm Jesus just saying that maybe Christ. he's going to die. You are so morbid today. <laughs> maybe Bradley Cooper will die. Why don't you just go die, Hogan? <laughs> Terrible. Uh, it'll make people laugh. That's okay. <laughs> the guy running right now in Ireland is laughing. Yeah. It'll make him laugh after he stops crying. <laughs> <laughs> Tears streaming down his face during a marathon. Oh, okay. Um, moving on to something a little more lighthearted. There we go. Captain America, the first Avenger, arrives in movie theaters on July 22nd, but beginning on June 27th, which is already come and gone. 
You can celebrate this summer's hottest action hero movie with cool summer treats and promotions at Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins. <laughs> These are hilarious to me. I gotta <laughs> yeah, go over this. Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> has expanded its popular line of icy cool culotta beverages with the introduction of a new Captain America culotta drink, a cherry-flavored frozen beverage. The new culotta drink will be available in a special limited edition collectible First Avenger Tri-Cup, an innovative three-chamber cup featuring images of Captain America that allows guests to enjoy three different culotta flavors within the same cup. That's kind of cool. It's, it's gimmicky marketing, as hell, marketing. but it's kind of cool. I love the words there. Yeah. Innovative cup. Innovative three-chamber cup. that cup. holds a culotta. It holds three different culottas, Michael. Oh, man. Is it going to be red, white, and blue? Probably. <laughs> yeah. And they'll probably so. all be the same flavor. <laughs> Just different coloring. <laughs> Nobody will know. Joining Dunkin' Donuts' famous lineup of donut varieties is the brand's first ever star-shaped donut. The Captain America Donut, filled with jelly frosted with vanilla icing and topped with patriotic red, white, and blue sprinkles. As well as the Stars and Stripes Donut, frosted with red icing and also topped with red, white, and blue sprinkles. So they're going to have a star-shaped donut. Aren't you excited? I feel bad for all the people on the West Coast who like Captain America. There's no Dunkin' Donuts out there. <laughs> That's I think true. There was one in all of... or I doubt there are any Baskin-Robbins then either because they're the same company. Mm. Mm. That's cool that they're doing that. Yeah. Because they'll sell. I kind of want a tri-chamber cup <laughs> with my three culotta flavors. I just want the cup. I love Slurpee cups. They're awesome. Baskin Robbins, the world's largest chain of ice cream specialty shops, is featuring an assortment of ice cream refreshments, including July Flavor of the Month Super Soldier Swirl. Vanilla ice cream swirled with a combo of blue chocolate chips and a cherry-flavored ribbon. Guests can also succumb to the power of chocolate with a Hydra Force Sundae chocolate mousse royale ice cream that is chock full of brownies, hot fudge, and whipped cream topped off with chocolate sprinkles and a cherry, or dive into the Super Soldier oh Sundae. God. Super Soldier Swirl Ice Cream topped with moist white cake and a rich strawberry <laughs> topping. Lastly, the Captain America Ice Cream Cake, inspired by Captain America's signature shield, is a classic sheet cake customized with your favorite ice cream and cake flavors along with a collectible Captain America cake topper. I feel like you're doing like a promo yeah, in the beginning, no. you know, like on the beginning of the Nerdist podcast where he does like the promos. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're reading off like, and this coming up this month at Dunkin' Donuts, we have the Captain well, America that's what Donut. This is. I mean, they're not paying for me to advertise them, but I'm basically reading their press release because it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen Dunkin' Donuts or any other place do anything like this. I wonder if it'll yeah. be a new trend. If these things sell, this is the first when, time you've seen anything. Well, when did Dunkin' Donuts done? I don't know about Dunkin' Donuts, but Baskin oh. Robbins does them all the time. Do they? Yeah. I remember back when X-Men was out, they had like a mutant, really? they had a mutant blue ice cream or I something. <laughs> I don't remember it being advertised <laughs> or anything. I love it. But now if Dunkin' Donuts is on board, we'll see if the trend well, continues. Well, see, they don't promote this stuff as big as no. they no. should. Although we're local for Dunkin' Donuts, so I can see star-shaped donut commercials all over TV. If I, I think Green Lantern commercials. Has the Subway where they yeah, have Yeah, like, they have something with Subway and I think another company. Avocado cheese or yeah. avocado something. Well, you can add like, avocado to any sub at Subway now for an extra yeah. price. So I think they're kind of tying that in with Green Lantern. Just Yeah. Yeah. What a tie-in. <laughs> You're yeah, green, so we're going to use a green yeah. fruit. Yeah. It was either that or kiwi. Yeah, and nobody oh. wants kiwi all over their subs, I no. guess. Yeah. <laughs> either way, I still want to try Chamber Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Someone give Rob a try Chamber Cup. Uh, Walt Disney Pictures and Marvel Studios have set a July 26th, 2013 release for the sequel to Thor, with Chris Hemsworth reprising the title role. Kenneth Branagh is not returning to direct the sequel, though he may produce. 
the Thor sequel will be joining Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. which is already set for a May 3rd, 2013 release. Booyah in your face, DC. Um, <laughs> uh, again, before you say booyah in again, your face, though, DC. Uh, I'm worried that they're getting rid of Kenneth Branagh, and I'm sure he doesn't want to rush it in the same with like the same scenario with um what's his face uh john favreau yeah the you know they want them out in such a quick time there's the directors are like yeah i don't want to do that well he just didn't want to get stuck into doing this and he really only planned on doing one movie yeah but now the problem becomes who they're going to get to direct it and is it going to be any good i think marvel's got enough power going from right now that they can pull in some heavy hitters oh yeah i'm sure but before you say booyah dc um, there, the rumor is that there will be a sequel to Green Lantern. No, no. Nah. <laughs> They're pushing towards it. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Despite, uh, it's grossed a hundred million worldwide already. Yeah, but, all right. I was going to say, like, Transformers made more in four days than Green Lantern did in its entire theatrical release. True, but, but keep in mind again, so Green Lantern's already made half its money back true. in box office. It's not, not out of the box office yet. And True. you factor in all the tie-ins and all the merchandising. Yeah. And I think they'll at least break even, which is what they need to start a strong franchise. True. That's true. So this is just the beginning. If they gave up now, then it's really a loss. If they could keep yeah. it going, then who knows? As we move into the next story, uh, let me know if you can identify this, either of you. Anything? It sounds familiar. <laughs> It's, it's, it's... Mask. Yes, Mask. <laughs> Best theme ever. Are you familiar with Mask, Mike? No. No? It's a great, great theme. Alright. Maybe it's just that it sounds like any other, like, 80s... Just an 80s theme? Because it sounds like it's straight out of the 80s. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, anyway. This summer, yeah. loyal fans and collectors can finally bring home one of the most enduring animated adventures from the 80s when the long-awaited Mask, the complete series DVD box set, debuts nationwide on August 9th, 2011 from Shout Factory in collaboration with Fremantle Media Enterprises. Poised Are you to kidding attract- me? What? Are you kidding me? No. Seriously? Seriously. Poised to attract an audience of kids, young adults, and parents who grew up with this animated series, this 12-DVD box set contains all 65 action-packed episodes of the original series aired in 1985, as well as insightful bonus features. A must-have for collectors to complete their pop culture video library, Mask the Complete series is available for pre-order now from Amazon.com and other major retailers. I am not kidding. It's coming. made my week. For those who don't remember, Mask was that cool toy line that many remember as kids where you had the small figures that could fit in vehicles and the vehicles like for example they had the red car that could all of a sudden transform have wings and turn into like a plane that could take off was awesome my favorite was the green motorcycle that had the helicopter blades come up yes and like all the they they, it was pretty much gi joe and cobra because the bad guys were called venom but uh it it was it was awesome because they wore like these helmets and they had like it was just a very cool design for kids and i the cartoon was actually not bad for its time no it was decent it was another in those line of cartoons that came from selling the toys but the toys were so freaking cool yeah because they they all transformed toys toys were ridiculous sounds familiar they didn't necessarily transform, but they all like no. the the car had the wings, like yeah. Brian said, and um, there would be like little things that would come out of other vehicles. They would all be vehicles that could basically go on more than one surface through yeah, some exactly. means. 
and it was yeah. really cool. I I love the cartoon. The theme song we just played is awesome. Yeah, one of the best, definitely one of the best theme songs of entire 1980s cartoons. Yeah. And if any cartoon could use, and I don't, as much as I don't want to see people reboot everything and blah, 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 a modern version of Mask would actually be really cool because the technology has changed so much that they could do a lot with it. I think yeah. that'd be awesome. And it's and been, I think, it's been long enough, obviously. And I think kids, it's one of those like intangibles why Transformers has lasted. Kids love anything that like, transforms or moves into something else that you can like do something with as opposed to just a static, you know, action figure totally. or toy. So I'm glad I made your week, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be as exciting to you, but it could still be exciting. The wait is finally over to experience one of the most anticipated motion picture trilogies of all time. Like never before when Jurassic park ultimate trilogy debuts on Blu-ray <laughs> October 25th, 2011 from universal studios, home entertainment. Acclaimed filmmaker Steven Spielberg's award-winning cinematic franchise, based on the best-selling book by Michael Crichton, generated nearly $2 billion combined at the worldwide box office and featured groundbreaking visual effects that changed the art of movie-making forever. A limited-edition Blu-ray trilogy gift set also includes a custom T-Rex dinosaur statue. Cool. Cool. I don't think I ever saw the third one. Was that the one where they brought... They brought him to the city? And it was no, that was the second. That was the, that second. Was the second one. The Lost World was. What was the third one? I don't even remember. I don't remember either. It was. Uh, <laughs> they went. Um, it must have been awesome. <laughs> they took. They had to hire Doctor uh, Grant back, supposedly oh, to go search yeah, yeah, for yeah. a little boy. I don't that even remember lost. their names. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it was Sam Neill's character. Yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, Sam Neill's awesome. They've all been on TV lately, like on TNT yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It holds up. I was watching Jurassic Park last week. The effects were groundbreaking. Yeah, they, the they dinosaurs were yeah. still look phenomenal. They were a nice combination of like CG elements and with puppeteering. with puppeteering. Yeah, and that's what that's the art that's getting lost yeah. with too mm-hmm. much CGI. But well, it, the Muppets are coming back. Yes. So yeah, there's no yeah. CGI there. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting too. Uh, that's the end of my news stories. Isn't Unless there another Jurassic Park coming? To add in. If you search, yes. if you Google Jurassic Park there 4, is. it's always been there like, is. yes, yeah. no, yes, no. Yeah. Well, it, the, I'm sure this gift set is a timely way to introduce. Yeah. See if back. there's interest. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all my stuff. <laughs> Not a trilogy if there's four of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a quadrology. Well, yes. they're, they're releasing that as a trilogy. Yeah. And then Do they have a name for that yet when they... When there's, when there's four. four or five of them, yeah, Alien. The Alien uh, when they released the Alien movies on Blu-ray, it was a quadrology. Yeah, or quad- oh. quadrology. Or yeah, you like just that. change whatever's before mm. logi. It loses <laughs> that effect though. Trilogy. Trilogy just sounds good. Sequel yeah. they could call it biology. <laughs> biology. Hmm. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see a hectology <laughs> or an octology. <laughs> I wonder what Bond would be on now. Bond would be uh, <laughs> 24 ology. I don't even yeah. know what that is. I, I think they stop at, them. There will be. Or there yeah. has be or there will be. I there think there will be. be. There's 23 has so be. far. Shut up. I only teach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just words. Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll wrap up the news episode. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, Aside from Brian's excitement for mask. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, Final words. Uh, how about some good video games for the summer? How about some good video games for the summer? Yeah. We'll talk about maybe we, some we next need, week. Well, it's just that the summer has nothing. 
you know, they wait, oh, they wait until the holiday season, which I guess makes sense. The well, summer. you're an Xbox player, so you can't play Infamous 2. <laughs> oh, burn. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. I'm playing good games. I have Halo <laughs> <laughs> But there's not Suck a lot of big releases. Infamous Just the sports two. one. I have no final thoughts. All right, <laughs> All right. Well, then, as always, I ask everyone to share the show on Facebook and Twitter and get the word out. Find out your uh, search out your geekiest friend and maybe just send it to them. Get them to download the show. More and more people are liking the page. More and more mm-hmm. people are listening to the show. We're slowly branching out. I love it. If you want to see any of the articles we talked about, the majority of them can be found on thegeekgeneration.com. There's also a button in the sidebar to subscribe to the show in iTunes. While you are there, please rate the show and write a review. We really, really need those ratings in there to get our visibility up in the store. That will also draw more people, which eventually makes the show bigger and better for everyone involved. There is a donation button on the side of the site to please send us money. If there are any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to this show, you can send those to guest at thegeekgeneration.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, I'm at the Night Angel. Brian is at Xander Harris, and Mike is still not on Twitter. <laughs> As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. <laughs> so the first big, uh, full-blown news episode coming in around 50 minutes time. It's all good. We filled it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week we will be back with a regular chat episode, and we're going to continue this pattern for a while, I believe. It seems to be working. Sweet. Sweet. All right. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye.